when this funny Gleep gives me the stopwatch. Yeah, that's what George called him, a Gleep. And this, this crazy Gleep gave me this watch. <laughs> that's what George called him, a Gleep. Gleep. I forgot, that's the thing your doctor has told you. Yeah. <laughs> you only had half a circumcision. I'm like, what? And they're like, oh, you wouldn't know, I guess. It's like, oh, yeah, correct. I wouldn't know. What, what is the difference between a half and a whole circumcision? There is no difference. Which one do you lose the balls? <laughs> so I've got somebody to talk to. Do you have balls? Do you not have balls? I don't know what they are. I think that's where my pee is stored, though. Clearly you know what they are. I've heard rumors. <laughs> I dream for my own one day. <laughs> are you planning... Hopefully when I turn 40, they'll are show Are you gonna up. get, like, implants, or are you I gonna... think I'll grow into them. Oh, you're gonna... Like, once you Isn't hit puberty? Isn't that how they work? Yeah. <laughs> once you hit second puberty, That'll that's when great. you get your balls. That's yeah. where the phrase, your balls dropped, <laughs> comes from. Yeah. They're, like, always inside your body, but then they drop into a little skin sack i think so that makes sense i think it's what health class but from the hobo in the alleyway <laughs> if he has any knowledge of health which i do believe he does was he also telling you like <laughs> he's like let me let me see your balls and you're like i don't know where no, those are and no he was asking for alcohol though oh okay yeah i thought i thought he was like examining you and he's like you know that you only got half a circumcision no he told me that he needs alcohol for more wisdom I n- How I old were any. you at this point? 23. <laughs> Jesus. It was, it was a month and a half ago. Okay, so you could get him alcohol, I guess. Yeah, I just didn't want to. I thought this was when you expensive. were like 14. No, <laughs> this is very recent. I'm learning about the human body. One hobo at a time. One very knowledgeable hobo at a time. It seems a little bit late to be learning about the human body. Well, I try not to rush into things. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Is there anything else you're kind of holding out on? or When do your just... toenails uh, stop falling off? When your toenails stop falling when off? When do your toenails stop falling off regularly? I, I don't think that's a problem that most people have. I don't th- see it as a problem. I'm just wondering if they do I don't stop see when. that as a thing that most happens to most people. So this How isn't that? normal? That's not normal. Um, so I guess there's no, respo- there's no are correct you... answer to that. What are you societally, allo- societally allowed to stop wearing children's shoes? I, that one, I that one is a thing. Uh, you are societally allowed to stop wearing children's shoes once you're 27. Okay. So, yeah. Do you think that's related to the toenails falling off? Because I have no circulation of blood. Like in my I feet. said, I don't. You, you it's not wear a normal issue, shoes, but you don't have the toenail problem. Correct. I need to find. I'm not 27, children. so I still wear children's shoes. Okay, I need to get more. I need to find larger Eastern European children with large feet. Yes, to wear. exactly. Yeah. That's I get my shoes I need imported. To outsource. Yeah, yeah. Correct. I think most people do. Yeah. American shoes are awful. Yeah, correct. Yeah. So I don't know. Everybody's malnourished. In so America. I mean, maybe. Maybe that does have something to do with your toenails okay, it's falling off. Not... You're just wearing the wrong shoes. I should probably just switch to flip-flops for kids. Yeah, uh, that's what most people do. Yeah, that seems like an easy problem to fix. <laughs> Glad we talked about this. Can you get, like, those insole foot pads but for sandals? Dr. Shoals? Yeah. I'm sure you could, but it would be very weird. Do people do it? No. Okay. You but what can if you get have very padded bad feet? You can get padded sandals. Oh, Okay. You don't there's because sandals don't have insoles. What's the difference between a flip flop and a sandal? A flip flop is just another like a, a subsidiary. It's a sub term of a sandal. So a sandal. But a sandal is the father term, and then there's 
variations yeah. of a sandal. So a sandal, okay. in my mind anyway, I don't know what the actual definition is, but it's like an open-toed shoe, essentially, okay. right? Yeah. And a flip-flop is specifically like the, the slider sandals. The one where... that goes between your big toe and the rest of your toes. No, where it's, no. it just goes over your, the top of your foot. I thought that was a sandal. It's yes, it is a sandal. Yeah, but, but it's a flip flop. Yeah, the but reason a it's called a, goes between your big toe and the rest. Maybe of that's feet. a different type. No, the re, see, I'll I'm look it up of, and prove you wrong. Okay, because the reason it's called a flip flop is because when you take a step, the back of it like flops up to your foot, right? Oh, you're the one that was so knowledgeable. I don't fucking know, Mister Flip Flop. I'm trying to just. Not be condescending put... about this is all. I'm trying to make sure we're on the same level. I think you're trying to flip-flop on your opinion. No, I'm not. I, I fully believe a flip-flop is a slider sandal. No, flip-flops are the ones with the thing where you put your big toe between that thing. That's a flip-flop. All right. Okay. I stand corrected. I can I can admit when I'm And that's wrong. why flip-flops suck. Also, if you look up flip-flop, it's uh, an electronic device. Why that's the first Wikipedia page, I do not know. But in electronics, a flip-flop, or latch, is a circuit that has two stable states and can be used to store state information, a bi-stable multivibrator. So maybe that's what you were thinking of. Yeah, that is what I was thinking of. Yeah. So then, so if that's called a flip-flop, then what I'm talking about is specifically called a slider then, right? A slider? Yeah, it's a slider sandal. I want to be right about something. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'd love that too. That'd be great. Ooh, the first ones who wants me to buy are $660. Nice. I fucking hate people. That's all I'm going to wear. For something you're going to wear to like a, a public pool? <laughs> yeah, let's go into the, the piss-filled kid's end with my pricey sandals. That's what I want. That's how much I want to flex on children. For they do not have these expensive sandals. They don't have these paycheck worth of sandals. You cannot afford these sandals. Was I right? And then you leave one there. You can't. You can't leave me have that much money. You can't leave me hanging, man. Yeah, you just like to tempt the children. Oh my god! Oh, one day I'll get, and then you burn the other pair to make sure you never. They can't find it. You, you burn it right in front of the children. Well, that's a bit rude. And you're at a pool. I think they'd find an easy way to put out the fire. No. And if not, you'd, they'd just piss on it because that's all pool kids See, do. That that's what I've always thought uh, of. Like it's in the middle of winter in Minnesota, yeah. and someone's house is on fire. And they're, like, sitting here waiting for the fire department. I'm like, dude, there's five feet of snow in your yard. Just throw that at the house. Get the shovel. <laughs> Why are you waiting for the fire Run department? Run outside, turn though? on that fucking snowblower, and just start shooting yeah. it at your house. Like, what are you doing? You but nobody ever does. No. Like, oh, but fire melts snow. Yeah, but snow puts out fire. That's the... I'm going to have a designated room after my grandma dies one faithful fortnight. And, um... <laughs> I don't think you're using that right. Oh, uh, doesn't that mean tomorrow? No. Oh, uh, correct. Well, I'm al- not using also, that right. Also, even if that is what it meant, one faithful tomorrow, she's going to die. It's supposed to be the indication that I'm just going to spray her with Roundup. <laughs> you're not even going to like... Then she can sue Monsanto, right? You're not even going to like subtly like put it into her coffee or something like that, and she's going to slowly die of... Roundup poisoning. No. You're just gonna spray it right into I'll her face. I'll see her as the weed she is. <laughs> but after my grandmother's passing, I'm gonna fill her room with uh, just the foam that resides inside fire extinguishers. For that room, will survive the inevitable house fire. <laughs> is that that's that's a really good idea? Why are we 
building houses with insulation, which is very flammable. Why yeah. aren't we putting <laughs> extinguisher foam inside of walls? I don't instead? know why they or what year they moved to make insulation out of the thing that burns hotter than the sun when it's on fire. <laughs> I'm like, holy shit, this is a bad. This nobody really thought this out, but we're, we keep doing it. That was their solution when someone's like, we can't keep shoving old newspapers into the wall for heat. Well, because there's that spray foam insulation stuff that doesn't. It's like not super flammable yeah and then there's the sheets of it the pink foam sheets that burn burn way too hot i think they were pitch black smoke it's ridiculous they were scientifically designed to burn and there's yeah i don't somebody had somebody had disaster on the brain when they designed (laughs) they're like okay what do we put inside of a house to keep people warm and someone goes warm fires warm Let's put something that burns really well. <laughs> something oh. that burns very, very well. So stupid. <laughs> but yeah, what I'm saying is every that everybody, instead of Dave Ramsey being the bald fuck that he is and recommending that everybody have a, a contingency plan or nest egg or whatever the fuck, I think we all should have a room in our house that's full of the innards, the inner workings of a fire extinguisher. And then once the fire starts, it instantly we all run to that room. And wait. Oh, so you're saying you should just That's have one the... room. I was thinking the entire house. Ooh, upper floor maybe. Or if the basement's above the main floor. But you, but you don't, it's still going to wreck your house though is the problem. You'll, you'll wait be a fine. Minute. Skip but... the middle, man. Okay. Live outside. Now we're talking. Or just build everything out of steel. How come that isn't a thing? Metal houses? Metal doesn't burn fuck at all. But metal gets really hot. Uh, live where the sun doesn't shine. So in your ass. Oh no, that's what I was thinking. (laughs) I don't want to live in there. There's got to be something to stop metal from getting... Just do a thing of, like, metal is the outside, and then you... I was going to say you just have wood inside, but that's where a fire could start. It's almost like there's no the reason houses are built the way they are is because there's no way around but it. People have glass houses, but that's like you're living in a greenhouse. That's not good. <laughs> oh, no. Let's try, to re- let's try to reinvent the house. I liked what you were saying of living outside. Maybe we could just start building everything outside. We could build the house outside, and then it won't burn. I think the problem is people stopped living in longhouses, to where it was just one long room. That's pretty easy to build if something happens. So your your long solution... Longhouses were spacious enough to where they could have an active fire, and they would be fine. Your solution is not Less to not clutter. to fix the house and what it's made out of, but to fix how we make the house so it's quicker. I think it's I think consumerism leads to house fires of people having shit everywhere. Of yeah. Like what happens when a hoarder's house catches on fire? Like God forbid it hits the old oil cans. Woof. <laughs> 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 oh there there she goes. I bought this gasoline in nineteen seventy eight when it was thirty nine cents a gallon and you guys are paying nine dollars. Nobody cares about this. I- <laughs> You dirty hoarding fuck. Like, hey, where's the cat? <laughs> Every yeah. hoarder's got a cat that yeah, they don't know where it is. caked under ca- its own generational cat shit. The millions of cats that have lived before it. I'm trying- there's gotta be a material. Rock! Rock doesn't burn and rock doesn't- rock caves live in caves! We did it! <laughs> we did the Adobe it. people knew! Caves are really cool. Yeah. You can put fires, actual fires, inside the cave. Heck yeah. And make it warm. They're good to defend. 
Yeah, they're really easy to defend. They are! So I guess if you have someone trying to break in, there's only one way in. But then there's only one way out. I guess they can just start pouring water down. Yeah, they can. If you can avoid cave rain. Well, you just get like a door, right? Yeah, really, you just dig a hole. A little overflow drain. Yeah. You do a cistern or something. Because like, oh, we, we have... Good. The problem is... Uh, not the problem. <laughs> the good thing is that... We have modern technology now. Yeah. So you can still have, like, plumbing and stuff. The problem. <laughs> the problem is we have plumbing. Yeah. <laughs> no, you can you can have all of this stuff still in your rock cave, right? Correct. So you can have modern living, and you can put electricity. It's a little harder to put electricity and, like, wire things around. You can get but... simple enough levels of electricity. Non-invasive levels of electricity. Yeah, so you're going to have your wires, like, on little the string, wall light instead bulbs of and stuff. in it. But, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, you'd be fine. I think we're, people are taking luxuries a little too seriously. Definitely. We don't need the wires to be hidden in the wall. No. As long as it's not like exposed wire, you yeah, know. Yeah, I want a full like city power level power line going neck level through your living room in your cave. <laughs> Everybody watch out. That That's a good uh, Darwinism thing too for the millions of mole people you would have. <laughs> oh. I think it's perfect. This would stop fires. Yeah. Caves might be the solution. Caves is where we should head. And you can still have flammable things things in the house. Uh, You know? No, I mean, like... It's not going to spread anywhere. Exactly. You just have... It's going to go into the other flammable things. You can have, like, your uh, old newspaper stack and your 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 oil can pile. They just have to be social distanced. (laughs) They just have to be a ways where if you were a fire, you couldn't feasibly send a spark that far. Really, caves are the hoarder's best uh, location to hoard. It's away from people. It's Especially if you think what you have is valuable, you can hide it in your cave. Mm Mm-hmm. And if you're rich, you the, can still make your cave bigger. I figured out the problem. Okay. Uh, the the lack of sun. You can make like a, a sunroof or something. Mm, we live in modern times. Yeah. The whole point of get... the, the whole point of the cave is not that you're living in a cave. It's that your house is made out of rock. A cave with a glass roof. Yeah, that would there work. You go. That'd be perfect. That's the ideal house. Fuck you, Frank Lloyd Wright. <laughs> you and your dumb fucking square homes. And then the the best part about, because uh, like you said, you, you then run the problem of greenhouse, the greenhouse effect where it can get like really hot. Especially if you have a cow. But you can, I'm pretty sure there's things where you can put, you can just like put like blinds on the ceiling or something like yeah, that. Yeah, you can you put know? the blackout curtain thing they have in Alaska or whatever because yeah. the sun never leaves. And then you just have an electronic thing that slides the curtain open yeah. and closed if you want. Really not even an electronic thing. You just have a t- rope. You yeah. can pull it over. Like yeah. like when you're mechanically opening or closing a garage. You just have a roll thing <laughs> on the wall of like, okay, it's a bit sunny. And then you have shades of it, of like, there's a there's a gray. You have 50 shades of gray yeah. of, of things of like, okay, I want a little sunlight, but I don't want all of it. So I'm going to do, I'm going to do gray number You either have four. a, yeah, there you go. Correct. You, you have five shades of gray. Really a better book and a better system yeah, fi- for blind. Five shades of gray. The highest gray is just blackout, yeah. just straight up blackout. The zero gray is, it's it's gone. Yeah. It's open. Correct. So, and then you just have five shades of gray, and then you have really kinky sex in your yeah, cave. Yeah, your playroom. <laughs> your play cave. And when you, that's the best part is if you're rich, you know, you can buy an expensive house, 
and then you're like, oh no, I'm very limited with my space, my 19,000 <laughs> square feet of space or whatever. I can't do this, that's just one room. <laughs> my 90,000 cylindrical feet of space. <laughs> But then this is just the hamster city, but for people thing, but it's just caves. Yeah. But then if you're rich, you can just dig further back or down and you can just expand your house. Yeah. It's perfect because like how far down do you have to go before it's a problem? You got to go pretty far down, right? Yeah, because earth homes are a thing. Yeah. People will build into like the side of a mountain. Not a mountain, but like a hill. And people have bunkers like a thousand feet down. The government does. Yeah. And mountains and stuff. Yeah. But people have bunkers that go like like 25 or 30 feet down like yeah regular paranoid point is you can make it really big yeah you definitely <laughs> could you could put all your mad max vehicles that you want to roam the waste with and you know what actually if we're going in cave living you can put make your walls out of steel then you, you because put... the sun's not a problem correct as long as you have the glass roof and then it goes into rock of the portion the sun would hit, then you could just bunker up the rest with yeah. steel. Plus, I'm sure someone can come up with something relatively easily of... I get it's not the same thing, but some sort of artificial sun Yeah, which window. it's really just red light. Red, right. there's like you, red light's like the best thing for your skin and shit. Exactly. It's like therapeutic. If, as long as you light your bunker cave thing with red light, So like fine. on the top floor, you have the roof window, but when you go further down, you just have like fake windows yeah. and stuff, and it's, it works. Yeah, you could do a thing, too, where the top floor has a filtration where you get, like, genuine fresh air, yeah. but it doesn't allow rain in. You could do some... You know what I mean? You could figure out something. I'm sure it actually wouldn't be that hard to figure out. Yeah. Plus, no. on top of all of this, there's nothing stopping you from just going outside. Yeah. It's not like we're all stuck in caves Wow, now. you're 30 and probably live in your cave. <laughs> You live in your mom's cave. Your, your ca- you live in the cave's basement. <laughs> but no, you can you you can still go, you know, like drive around yeah. and go places and whatever. But in this analogy, we have somehow forgotten for a little bit that the rest of the world exists outside the cave. <laughs> the we ca- are now Pluto's cave experiment yeah, or it's, whatever. It's not like everything. So it's not life like, is the cave. You're not like I need to go to Walmart. Let's go to the Walmart cave. No, yeah. Walmart's still just a building. And then you can bring Takis back to your cave. Yeah, the, the cave is just like a new form of dwelling. Yeah, it's a better life. <laughs> We're just pitching vaults for people. <laughs> this is really what this is turning into. <laughs> Abandon the world above. No, but you don't come abandon to cold the world above. Gleepquarium. And then I think you can have cool like... Almost like a Skyway, but, you know, underground system. It's called a subway, dumbass. A sky sub. Oh my god, you're right. Yeah. But, but we don't want a subway down there. No. Only that, Quiznos. They store pedophiles at subway. <laughs> we don't, no pedophiles in my cave. Yeah. Quiznos. Does Quiznos have a mask on? That little rat thing. What? In the commercials. What? The, the Noid? No, not the Noid. That's Domino's. Yeah. The little the little rat thing. I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh I think you're thinking God. of Chuck Entertainment Mouse. No. I'll get it. I'll show Chuck you. Chuck Mouse? Then No, that's what he's called. This is the third episode he's brought up. And you refuse <laughs> to acknowledge him. I refuse to acknowledge him? <laughs> I think you brought him up the last time. 
Jesus God, I forgot about that clip art weird fucker. That's the mascot. What the fuck is that? I trust that thing with my kids more than I do Jared Fogle. How old? That's gotta be a mid to late 2000s commercial, because that's very pure. Uh, Before brands were on Twitter. The video on YouTube was posted 16 years ago. Okay. So, yeah, that's it. That's 2006? Early to mid 2000s. But, I mean, that's like when YouTube started, so it yeah, might have even been earlier yeah, than that. Yeah, because that's before brands acted like they were your friend. <laughs> exactly. And did cool shit to earn your trust like that. Oh, Jesus. That's that's their what mascot. What the fuck is that? Why does it have a hat? And those weird hypnotic eyes. Best part is it's in more than one commercial. Is it? Yeah. Nice. It's in a decent one. One of these wearing a pirate hat, I think. Okay. I could get down with that. I trust him. I want him in my cave. Yeah, definitely. I would have him, yeah. Instead of a, a food truck quiz, yeah. If he ran a food truck in the cave. A food uh, cart, it'd be, but it's on a cart like it's on a rail, a track. Yeah. yeah. Everything goes back to the train. I want a subway system, but instead of an actual car, it's just a, a food cart. Yeah. That goes back and forth. Yeah, and it's one of those manual ones that you have to pump that fucking thing on. Yeah. We have the subs! You're like, there he goes! He's really fast. He's going like 90 miles an hour. <laughs> Holy shit. Anytime anyone's on their phone and they order something, you just hear, We have the subs! Yeah, it's flying past you. Like, it's sparks flying everywhere. It's like 70 miles an hour. Oh no, he's gonna hit the oxygen tanks for our welders. <laughs> They're still building the tracks and he's already speeding on it. <laughs> No, Quizno Mouse. He only goes where people order, though. It's perfect. one of the welders ordered. That's what <laughs> happened. Oh no! And then he immediately shoots off after he drops off. Your we sub. have the sauce. <laughs> it's constantly blurring. That card's just repeating that part of the ad. <laughs> but it, it's okay because you only hear it for like a few seconds. So yeah, it, it and doesn't he's barely, matter. you know, tangible. It's got the, it's got the straight up Doppler effect. It's like. Holy shit. Is that one of those supersonic trains from Japan? (laughs) No, it's that fucking subway wannabe Quiznos mouse. Sub-pedaling Quiznos mouse. There we go. And there's just one... I want there to just be one really long track that is... That takes you to every state. Everybody lives by it. Every state in America. On the side of the Quiznos rat rail, our house, everybody. Our house. Yeah. On the side of the track. Yeah, there house. we go. <laughs> we have this. Uh, you know, fuck. You'd hate to be like woken up by it. You, but you just, it'd, hear, it'd sound like a quick whisper. Yeah. Like, what was that? And it's already gone. It's very loud, but it's only like a fraction of a second. We're really, we're really just repurposing Holiday Man. Except everybody's life revolves around Quiznos rat. No, I think I think Quiznos. Quiz- I think it's a chinchilla. It might be. Yeah. I I think he's. Everyone just calls him Quiznos rat. Yeah. Though. That's pretty racist. <laughs> 
But he's okay with it. He Look just at wants that to give rat. People, he just wants to give people That's the, the people that don't like Quiznos. They're like, that rat. Jared, Jared's the only one. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Jared Fogel. This is an anti-Jared Fogel podcast. Um, You want to talk about this first before we just kind of say stuff like that? Sure. Okay. You want to talk about it? Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't really appreciate it if you, you're like, this is, we're anti this on this podcast, because then you're kind of like speaking for me. You know? How do we not have an only six grams of fat soundbite? Because uh, <laughs> that would, that, uh, I don't know. That That'd would be, be too obvious that you like a convicted pedophile. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, if you... Casually just says yeah, moves past that point. <laughs> if you're gonna, Jesus Christ. if you're gonna say that we're like anti this or we're pro that, I'd like you to, you know, just, just like pass it by me first and no. like see if I yeah, no. I would appreciate no, it. And it is a, mandatory. This is from an now anti on. listening to your co-host shitty opinions podcast. Uh, I did, and that's true. I did not agree to this. So so point proven. Um. So anyway, you said that we are anti Jared Fogle. Yeah, um, and we are. I would like to express my opinion on the matter. Okay, sure. Go you ahead. You don't speak for me. Fine. Um. I am also anti Jared Fogle. <laughs> not a fan, honestly. That was a podcast filler minute. <laughs> My point still stands of, like, kind of walk stuff past me what? first, you know? Almost no. No. Uh, no. Why? What? Why? I'm... <laughs> okay. Give me... Give me... Give me... Give, give me another... Uh, O.J. Simpson. Pro or anti O.J. Simpson? Um. Well, he was uh, not found guilty, so I am not against him. What about O.J. Simpson, the criminal? Oh, he can die. There we go. You know? My bad. Yeah. Not the drink. Oh. I was like, <laughs> I was like, uh, he's, oh, why does he have against OJ Simpson the drink? You know, like, I, lo- I, lo- separate, I like that. It's a separate Wikipedia page, and then in parentheses <laughs> it says the drink. So that's, his, that's his nickname in quotes. It's OJ the drink Simpson. It's just a rubber glove and then orange juice. <laughs> and then the blood of your girlfriend you violently stabbed. It's just one of those uh, gloves and it's just filled with orange juice. And hate. <laughs> and hate, yeah. I, I like my orange juice with a side of hate. Pulp, uh-uh. Hate, mm-hmm. <laughs> Jesus. This orange juice is 90% juice. 10% hate. Hey, I ordered this orange juice. I don't taste any hate in it. <laughs> oh, I made that with love. Mm-mm, that's not what I asked nah, for. Yeah. You fucking bitch. Do you- and then she makes another one and it tastes really good. There we go. <laughs> don't you understand that last year, <laughs> Chef Gordon Ramsay came up with the greatest, just, <laughs> he just came up with the greatest thing of all time in cooking. And he said, when people make things with love, it does make it taste better than if they're making it neutral. But making things with hate always makes it taste even better than if it was made with love. The only chef I listen to is Ratatouille. Do you and know, like, mm, try your feces, guys. It's really good. Do you know who trained Gordon Ramsay? Ratatouille. Ratatouille. Nice. So, what go- about the the fatter cousin, Remy? Isn't that his cousin's name? Yeah, Remy had nothing to do with it. You sure? Yeah. He's a better character. He's a better... He should have been the main character. I, I agree. Isn't... Wait, Remy's the, the the dick human chef, right? That he, like, 
Linguines around with his hair. I think his name is Linguini. Oh, no. <laughs> so Remy is the cousin. Re- Remy is the, the name of the rat. Okay. The main character rat. They're all named after cheese. The na- main character's name isn't Ratatouille. <laughs> but his name is Remy. His chef name is Ratatouille. His chef name is Ratatouille. Yeah. And he trained Gordon Ramsay. So, okay. like... Yes, I understand that uh, Gordon Ramsay isn't as good as Ratatouille. Never. But he is still pretty good. So if True. he comes up with a, a realization like that, you tend to listen at least a little bit. Oh, I only listen a little, some bits. That's Yeah, that's what I said. Oh, if you were Really? Listening. That's what you said? Because that's fucking stupid if that's what you said. Okay. I. How about this? Uh, okay. Are we anti or are we pro bono? what the fuck is wrong with you (laughs) what the fuck You get me all ready for a serious input. Like, I'm, oh, Colton's got a really important question to ask. And then you pull out that S tier of bits (laughs) of puns. (laughs) You lawyer fuck. (laughs) We're probably pro bono. Oh, okay. But the Patreon episodes aren't. They're anti bono. (laughs) They're, well, they have to pay for them. We hate bono. I thought it was Bono. No, Bono's cool. Okay. <laughs> we ate Bono. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I need to take a, a gleep minute. Okay. For that. I don't know what we're going to put here. Um, we can... <laughs> 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 Let's play that back-to-back six times. Oh, all the sound bites <laughs> mesh, mesh together for a minute. <laughs> Again? Is that a linen <laughs> show? <laughs> one earlier we were yeah we can put the quiznos rat in there in our catalog of bites great the abdizums <laughs> the abdizums that's so stupid that's gonna be an episode of answer history too in 2028 the quiznos rat yeah analyzing the quiznos rat i think anytime we say we're going to do something and then we give a date that we're going to do it we should probably write it down <laughs> remember okay will you yes yeah, in be the 2028 most, this will be the i'll be dead by then this will be the most downloaded episode <laughs> we have this house. i can just see it now that rat hauling ass on the mine shaft oh delivering easily subs i that's literally all i'm gonna dream about tonight. that's probably how he was discovered he was doing loops in an abandoned mine shaft and then somehow oh. he escaped and started delivering subs to people it was like it just a circular track, so it was just going He's, around in circles. Yeah. And then someone built, like, an extension out of the track that would, like, lead Steve. him down a different... <laughs> what? Minecraft Steve. Yeah. 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 He's, like, punching through shit, and he runs into that stupid fucking mouse. <laughs> he's like, I, I found oh, this he, mouse. He's very reminiscent of that barnyard fur thing who i've forgotten the name of yeah i don't know oh no it's C- cactus jack that's a mcfoley's uh one of his alter egos from wwe but i can't think of that fur ball it's d- jazz it's 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 crazy 
Crazy Steve. Crazy Steve. Is it? Something like that. I think it's Crazy Steve. Crazy Steve is the guy from... Uh, Borderlands. Drake and Josh. Cret- cracked, also. <laughs> Steve is the guy that goes, Hey-oh! <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Steve! That guy? Yeah, yeah exactly. But yeah, Crazy Steve is uh, Jerry Trainer. Yeah. Who, funny enough, uh, was the lost brother of Drake and Josh. That's he true. Is, he is Megan's brother in iCarly. They actually knew that he was, uh, they were brothers. Yeah, he but, was just the hot one, so they yeah. didn't have him on Drake and Josh. Exactly. Yeah. Actually, the problem was that he looked too much like a child. They didn't want him around Drake. Right. Yeah. Yeah, because Drake Bell's like, ooh, Jerry Trainer. I love Jerry Trainer. He's hot. I love c- crazy men. <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> I don't know. Remember, what's the, who's the, was that Oprah? The movie, the sassy black lady. It's pronounced opera. That's not the browser I'm talking about. Okay. Ah, uh, that is not my job. That lady mm-hmm. from Drake and Josh. Yeah, she was in like two Nick things ever. Where'd she go? I don't know. She was. She'd be a good Fort Minor. You know song. that character in Drake and Josh was played by two different actresses. There's no way. Mm-hmm. Was she on Zoe 101? I don't know. I think you're thinking of Full House. No. I'm not. Oh. I would never. You think that... Ugh. I think the lady that plays their movie theater boss... Yeah. Uh, I say there, like they both worked there, but you know what they I mean? They did. The, the boss, did they? Yeah. Hasn't even seen Take the it show. easy, man. <laughs> um, I think she definitely plays the Oprah silhouette that Josh hits with his car. You think so? 100%. Maybe. Maybe 100%. Look it up. Maybe 100%. Yeah. I'm not going to look it up. I don't really care that okay, much. Okay, because you're wrong. With your maybe, 100%, sorry. 100% maybe. Yeah. You said maybe. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. 100% maybe. Fuck. (laughs) It's either 100% or maybe. I think... You choose. I figured out... By yourself? (laughs) The best way to rob a bank. Okay, because I've got... Okay, you go. (laughs) Sorry, you sure you don't want to say anything? I was going to... If it involves black ice, then... It doesn't involve black ice. Okay. (laughs) Why would it involve black ice? Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) My idea was just to make everybody slip. (laughs) They're not going to know why they're slipping. No. (laughs) They're like, what are we falling on? Everything's invisible. And then you sneak by them. (laughs) You wore your hiking boots. Okay. Like, why does that guy have such cool shoes on? Maybe you come up with a better way to heist a bag. Yeah. You just... Cover the floor in water, and then, uh, like, polish it. Yeah. You turn the air down, or you turn the air up. <laughs> turn the temp down. And then everybody comes in, the, it's the next morning. It's like, oh, time to do bank stuff, and they all fucking fall down. <laughs> the parking lot, funny enough, is dry. You do this in the summer, to really juxtapose how much Because then a, people are not expecting Yeah, they're ice. not, they, yeah, exactly. And then you just go and take the money and leave. That's really smart. Yeah. I don't even need to say anything now. No, now I want to hear your idea. (laughs) I want to hear how much better my idea is from your idea. Okay. Mine's a little bit more complicated. Okay. So. I'm not down for that, but I'll listen. How About how long do you think your idea would take? Like from the the planning stage to the. (laughs) Okay. It would take you three inches to complete this entire plan. I thought you said how long. (laughs) I, I did. I did say I that. you were going to ask how long uh, my ideal penis would be. <laughs> Three inches. Yeah. 
Okay. Is that f- erect or f- flaccid? Either. <laughs> as long as it's three inches, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, it's, the, it's Michelangelo's perfect penis. Okay, go on. You were talking about penises. <laughs> I was saying you can come to my breasts. <laughs> I'm gonna have it my next next one. weekend. <laughs> Installation two of my bris is next weekend. But how long do you think we're it starting would... at the shaft? <laughs> how, how long do you think it would... would part one be if you haven't started? There's so many following questions. <laughs> this man has no balls. Well, he's not 27 yet, so he's still wearing <laughs> okay, children's shoes. He's still growing. <laughs> okay, let's go to your bank heist. How, how long would it take you to complete your bank heist from planning phase to Less completion? Less than 10 minutes. Planning phase? <laughs> yeah. Like oh, okay. So planning, getting up. everything, and all of that stuff. Uh, Less than an hour. You think Water's you could... pretty readily available. Okay. I know uh, our friend's mom that works at the bank in Yoda. Mm-hmm. Uh how easy it would be for her to unlock the bank and then me to shoot her. <laughs> and then... So you are using a gun then. Yeah, I thought you were just using black eyes. Well, just to kill her. After <laughs> uh, Really, I could just I okay. could just be let in. You could just I walk could just into the bank. Anybody. But the problem is they're going to be mad when I start pouring water everywhere. <laughs> so you can, you can get all this done in an hour. Probably about four to five hours. Okay. So my bank heist is going to take about ten years. All right? Okay, maybe I was... It'd probably take like a week of planning. Okay. And then about a day to back out. <laughs> and realize this is a bad yeah. idea. So I could drink this water. <laughs> what am I doing? Okay, ten years. Okay, well maybe sixteen if you if you are counting um the statute of limitations, which in Minnesota is six years for robbing a bank. Okay. Cause you wanna obviously after you're done robbing the bank, you just wanna like hide the money, and then not just be normal for the next six years. Yeah. Because then you can't get in trouble, right? Big pot. So 16 years is the total. But 16 years to get the all the money in a bank, that's pretty good still. Yeah. So step one, just start buying every, every once in a while, maybe like every six months or something, buy a really cheap used car on craigslist okay why not is okay you go i was gonna my, my first initial question i think it's better to ask questions along the way with yeah, this yeah what would the negative be of buying a lot i guess you need money to accumulate yeah, yeah, exactly. so it's just more convenient to buy like a thousand dollars right and well and also you car. want you want this to be uh considered a thing that you do okay, on the regular on a regular basis yeah. yeah okay so you buy a bunch of used cars and you want to intentionally buy one that doesn't work, that's a very common make and model and year. Okay, yeah. You do like the driver movie with Ryan Gosling, of like he drives the most common make and model of a exactly. car in California. Exactly. And the color, yeah. So this car that doesn't work is your getaway vehicle. Yeah. It's like a silver Toyota Camry. And you're buying all of these other cars, that way you will have all of the materials you need to fix this car up. Without being suspicious of like, I'm just going to buy parts for this, right? Okay. Because as soon as you're done with this, you're going to immediately take all of the parts out of this that were making it run, put it back in the other vehicles. Couldn't you just... Okay. Because then if you get questioned about it, you have the car, but it doesn't even work. Okay? Okay. Because you you don't want to like get rid of the car because then they're like, well, you, I see you bought this car four years ago. Where is it? 
or whatever, you know. Couldn't you just steal a car? This is easier. Trust me. Because okay. otherwise people are going to report the stolen car hold and, my and stuff like that. Okay. So next step. While you're doing this, you're going to want to start writing fictional novels. Okay. You uh, you want to write at least a minimum of five. Are they car related? It doesn't matter what they're about. Okay. Minimum. What if they're about robbing a bank? You got Okay. Now you got to listen. But they're fiction. Right. You want to write at a minimum of five novels, 400 pages each. Okay. Okay. They can be about anything, but preferably, you know, like something that's like maybe based on historical fact or something like that. Right. And you want to get way too into like fact checking and like making sure everything is extremely accurate and you do your research on literally everything in the novel way too thoroughly. Yeah. In the third book for like two or three chapters, there's going to be a bank robbery. I thought these were on history. It, they can be on anything you want. And it could be like this guy traveling through time or maybe he had a dream or something. It doesn't matter. I forgot they were fiction. Okay. <laughs> so uh, there's a couple chapters based on robbing a bank. So yeah. you, you have carte blanche to do as much research on how to rob a bank as you want. All right. And uh, you got to be careful because as soon as you publish this novel, you cannot look it up anymore. You have to have everything planned out by then. Oh, because you're. Oh, yeah, because then your excuse of why you were doing research on how to rob a bank to write the the book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you have to have everything. You want this published like five years before you rob the bank. Yeah. So it's like not even suspicious at all. Next step you want to start doing this thing like four or five years before you rob the bank where you just buy literally everyone you know gag gifts. Like, stupid, dumb gifts that nobody cares about. Okay. And you make it a, a thing where it's like, haha, that's really funny. Let's take a picture of you holding it and stuff like that. Whatever, yeah. Right? Let's get an alibi. So you you start, uh, you start off small and you get, like, a little bit bigger every year or whatever. But one of the years, you give everyone you know, like, whatever black outfit and ski mask or whatever you're going to wear to Gilly rob the suits, bank. Ghillie suits, yeah. Ghillie suits aren't it. Unless it's in the, a bank is in a forest. Right. Because then if, if you get questioned by the police after afterwards and they see this thing they're like uh you were clearly in the bank you have the suit that they were wearing in the bank and you're like um i'm sorry but literally everyone i know has this suit are you saying there was 65 of us robbing the bank like honestly get guinness book of world records on the phone because that might be a record for number of people (laughs) robbing a bank at the same time you could you could also just buy something in cash no this is easier Oh, I'm sorry, but uh, shoot, Guinness might need proof that all 65 of us were in the bank. Oh my god, they probably have cameras. Go back to the bank, get the footage, give it to me. I would love to see all 65 of us in the lobby robbing that bank. (laughs) You're just really antagonistic towards the cops. So anyway, now you have a getaway vehicle. Correct. You have... Your, bank heist info you have your information you have your suit right yep this part's really hard you're gonna have to <laughs> probably number one is easier but number two i guess is an option if you're really skilled but more than likely you're not number one you're gonna have to buy an unmarked gun right yeah in america it's pretty easy preferably you're not gonna shoot anybody but you need a gun for intimidation or for shooting somebody <laughs> 
No, because as soon as you shoot somebody, now you can get in trouble for that crime. Just look up how to murder somebody and write a fucking book about it. No, but then if you get caught, the whole point is after this is all said and done, after the six year waiting period on the statute of limitations, you will, it doesn't, you can literally go to anyone and be like, hey, I robbed this bank and now I have millions of dollars from it and you can't get in trouble for it. But if you kill someone, there's no statute of limitations on murder. So you just don't let anybody know. But I'm saying, what if somebody else killed the bank teller, not the robber? Then it's not your fault. Just have a, yeah, have a sidekick to do the shooting. Duh. Okay, fine. Right, but I feel like a murder a bank. Easiest way to rob a bank: pay somebody to do it. But as Duh. soon as you no, know, because then they're just gonna keep the money. And they're as soon gonna, as somebody they else have to go pay you, they have to go get the money you're gonna give them. As soon as somebody dies in the heist, the cops are gonna be way more onto it. Unless than... it's of old age. <laughs> Someone in the middle of your heist is gonna die of old age. Yeah, I guess that is a contingency that I was not thinking of. Yeah. Okay, we'll come back to that, okay, I guess, good. in a little bit. But so you have your unmarked gun. You want to get way too into uh, chemistry. So you have an excuse to have acid Just everywhere. Bad. Yeah. So you have an excuse to have acid everywhere because acid will destroy your gun when you're done with it. Or you just bury it. But if it's that, that is evidence. If they can find it. Yeah, but they won't be able. I'm to. trying to do a, a flawless heist where there's okay, no possible way you get yeah. in trouble. Okay. The perfect crime when those two kids killed that baby and then were found. Those two old people from like the turn of the century in Princeton and then they were caught like within a year. Yeah. Good, perfect crime. Okay. <laughs> you want to... You don't even have to get way too into chemistry. You can get into chemistry for like a month mm-hmm. and be like, oh, you know, when I get into things, I just get like way into it. And I purchased like a lot of acid. And so I just kind of have it laying around now. Yeah. Whatever. But that's going to get rid of the gun. So that there goes all the evidence of the nice. robbery, right? Robbery complete. You can't... No? You can't rob a bank by yourself. It's not going to work. It's very difficult. It's easier to do it with other people, right? True. So you're going to want to get... Um, Friends. Three people. Oh. Three total people. You are one of them. So two other people. Nice. And essentially, you're going to, you know, you, you hang out with them. It's got to be people that you, like, would normally hang out with. Yeah. And you, after you've done the research on the heist, on how to do a bank robbery, you coordinate everything with them. And you say, okay, now here's the deal. Like, you are not going to talk to us for the next five years. That way, there's no connection between us if one of us gets caught, right? Mm. So, if anyone asks you, like, we got in a fight or or something, whatever, and we're just not talking anymore. And then after a couple of years, we're not going to talk anymore. We just drifted apart or whatever, you know? So, we're not going to be connected at all, but we're going to meet up at this bank on this day at this time to rob it. And then I'm going to bring the car... You're going to take the money, you're going to hide it, whatever, because you don't want the stolen money with the car, right? Yeah. Because then if you get pulled over because they're like, your car was at the scene of the crime or whatever. It's like, well, I don't have any money. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, you, you have that whole thing. You're like, for the next six years after that, we're not going to talk to each other. And then we'll get on the line. We'll split the cash, whatever. So that's, it's, uh, that's pretty flawless, right? <laughs> I think it's pretty good. You don't even go out. Well, I guess you do all the learning about how to rob a bank. Yeah. When you do the research. Exactly. Why don't we just start a bank? Because <laughs> now people would know exactly how to rob us. Yeah, but how does that... How did, who, who had enough money to be like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be the guy that keeps the money? What? If you just run out of money, you, you just ask the government for more and they will? 
How do, you, how do I get that job? I don't. I don't know. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I how guess did that ever work. I guess step one: get a job at a bank, so you kind of know how things are run. No. No, you just want to wing it. I want to. Yeah, because that's how it happened earlier. Like with the people before, in like the eighteen hundreds. There's no banks. How the fuck did they know what to do? Because someone worked at a general store beforehand. What's a, a what? A store with general goods. Okay, I can guess how a general store worked in the 1800s. So no, I can't. don't need to know how the fuck a bank works. You couldn't have if you were in the 1800s. Okay, but we're not. And banks are different now than they were, aren't they? Prove it. Security cameras. Oh, you got me. Yeah. Okay. You didn't think that one through, did you? Well, that just makes it easier to start a bank. A second story. <laughs> what? A second floor. Oh, we don't need that. All banks need a second floor these no, days. No, that's where you keep the money. Yeah, exactly. So you have the heard. money floor. The money floor. You have the first floor, which is for the general general populace. You know, you have the second floor, which is the money floor, which only employees have access to because they need to get money. You know, for really, the general that would populace. be the easiest way to make banks unrobbable. Just make it so they had to go through an elevator. <laughs> Daw. <laughs> Duh. Just put it in the basement. Floor three is just. You a... could have loose millions of dollars under a bank if you just make the pa- the fucking elevator passcode protected, and then just put it in the basement. That's it. Floor three is just a a, uh, a diving board, is what I was gonna say. Anyway, into the second, into the second, into floor. the money floor. Yeah, nice. That's only for like the owner of the building. Scrooge McDuck can. <laughs> Fucking dive through the grinched hole in the floor. But then, uh, as soon as you have loose money on the floor of a different, you know, on like the sub basement level, yeah, people are just gonna try to start digging in there. I guess you can just have like oh, that's seven real... foot big thick concrete yeah. walls, just two inch steel walls around the thing. Problem solved. <laughs> I guess people aren't trying to uh, drill into a safe. The problem so. is, is because everybody's gonna live underground next year. So then someone's just going to be expanding their house and they're going to end up in, in a bank, the vault in the money floor. <laughs> then it's their property. They can just vacuum the up all the money. The entire bank is theirs. Yeah. That's it's called uh finders keepers. Oh, is that a new law? Yeah, it's a new thing I just made up and rhymed. <laughs> that doesn't rhyme. Yeah. Finders keepers. <laughs> that is maybe the best rhyme I've ever heard. <laughs> Dr. Seuss is such an idiot. He didn't even think of that. <laughs> I can't believe you're the first one to think of that, Ryan. Yeah. That's really smart. So the rule is if so, if finder you dig keepers into rule, a bank. If you dig into under a bank, the presumption vault, that you're expanding your cave property is the bank is now yours. The entire bank is yours, not yeah. just the floor. And then if somebody else digs into that, it's still technically your property. So the first person to dig into it upon expanding okay. their cave, it's the they claim ownership. So you, I, I dig into the bank. Hey, this entire bank is mine. Get out. Yeah. You dig into the bank. Hey, okay, you're, you're in my house. You're trespassing. trespassing. Yeah. Uh, all right. That's interesting. Yeah. It's called finders keepers. That's a good rule. Thanks. I just made it up. Yeah, no, I know. Oh. <laughs> I'm aware that you just made it. We had this discussion already. <laughs> okay. Did you make it up or what? I think so. I think I just did. See, I would have... It's a, I, You're the smart one here because I probably would have called it something like... Uh, like dig into vault, money's mine rule, or I something you're gonna say like that. Losers weepers. That's almost better. <laughs> yeah. Finders keep- Did you just make that Maybe up? Maybe they can be combined. Finders keepers, 
What did you say? Did you, what was? What did you say? Losers weepers. Oh, losers weepers finders keepers. Maybe vice versa. That weepers losers keepers, keepers finders. finders. There we go. Oh, I like that. That rhymes. <laughs> Now that's a rhyme if I've ever... Now that's what I call rhymes. Volume 2. Weepers, losers, keepers, finders. <laughs> this is like if... What's it like? What, what's Describe the podcast. Well, if somebody was having a stroke for an hour and they just talked. That's, that's what it is. <laughs> the audio version of Smelling Burnt Toast brought to you by two gleeps. <laughs> So I was I was discussing this thing with uh, my co-host, and it was about uh, finders keepers have has had holiday man a weeper is it May thirtieth weeper? Turn to Jimmy. I can, I can't feel my my Walter Junior. What's wrong? <laughs> Why don't you just fucking die already? Where is this coming from? When was the last time you even watched Breaking Bad? I can never. Fi- I've never finished Breaking Bad. I've gotten. I've gotten three episodes. I got as close to finishing it as possible. I got two episodes away, and then I just skipped. So that's the last not two. as close as possible. You could have gotten closer. No, as I have in the past. I've oh, okay. watched it up until like season five four times. I'd say. <laughs> Why it, not just finish it's it? It's so bad. I'm in the middle of watching it's, it right now. It's called it's called Breaking Bad for a reason. I just watched. It's not called Gets Better. Yesterday, I just watched the Fly episode. Oh, where it's in the fucking thing, and they're yeah. trying to swat it. Yeah, they spend the entire episode trying to kill the, the Fly. Fly episode, <laughs> which is that's me, and then I break windows with my hand. I can't remember what the exact number is, but I think I read somewhere that the Fly episode is the only episode that's under like a 4.5 star rating for the entire show (laughs) oh the whole show is under a 4.5 star rating the only good episodes where he throws that fucking pizza on the roof yeah that's a good episode walter jr is like no you don't even understand the whole actually every episode that walter jr is in is a fly episode for me because he can't fucking talk and he sounds like a fly (laughs) that's all i hear whenever he opens his mouth (laughs) You don't the know, only line Walter Jr. has in the show that I can make out is the already that one. <laughs> that should be a soundbite. That show almost gave me cerebral palsy. I almost sued. How? I don't because it's that bad. It's not even a bad show. It's called Breaking Bad. It's no, it's not. The only good episode like episode it. two where Jesse's fucking that hooker and you see her tits. That's episode one. Episode one. <laughs> There we go. The first, the pilot episode is the only good episode of that show. Because there's bare boobs. Correct. <laughs> That's your... And then Jesse's like trying to pull up his pants. <laughs> That's your ranking of That's how, my best show. how quality is determined. Whether or not there's tits. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> or when Bob Odenkirk calls his fucking, uh, his receptionist HT. No. For honey tits. He says it because it's endearing, but she doesn't find the she doesn't find the wholesomeness in it. <laughs> or the part with the old Mexican guy in the bell. Yeah, Hector. That's what does uh, Tuchel call him? Uh, um, there, he doesn't call him Hector. He calls him some dumb shit. Well, it's like Spanish for uncle or something. Tio. Yeah, there we go. Oh, Tio doesn't like you. <laughs> it's probably because you're a, a shitty dad in the f- fucking early two thousands Nickelodeon show. 
Fuck you, Brian Cranston, before he breaks character. <laughs> I fucking hate you. Oh, Teal watched every episode of Malcolm in the Middle and he hates it. Teal's gonna explode into shit and kill that <laughs> black chicken guy. <laughs> oh, did I just spoil the show? <laughs> what are you gonna do about it, Essay? They can't. <laughs> All of the confrontation is just <laughs> not even in the same reality. <laughs> They have a contract with the actor where he's the only one that can play the part and he has to be in like this amount of time in this many episodes and he refuses to act the part. Hey Jesse, where's when's Need for Speed 2 coming out? <laughs> oh yeah, that's right, there isn't gonna be one. Hey yeah, there's that no movie Need sucked. for Speed 2, Aaron. <laughs> oh, Xbox record that and he shoots Brian Cranston. <laughs> Those commercials fucking sucked, Aaron. Everyone else is trying to act around this and, like, trying to make They're still it doing their lines. Aaron, when are you going to go back on The Price is Right? Yo, oh, I don't know gringo? anything about this. Hey, Mr. White. <laughs> Yo, you just going to let him talk like that to you, Brian? You can't just... You're just going to take this from him? What the fuck's he talking about? <laughs> this guy's delusional, Mr. White. Leave it at the tone, biage. It's all like season one lines. Like, is he broken? Did he break all the actors in this show? Yeah, I bet. Breaking everyone, worse. I bet everyone's gonna love El Camino when it comes out. People are really waiting for that one. <laughs> We're in season two, Tuco. <laughs> How do you even know about this? Oh, oh I bet you're really gonna get Badger killed next episode, huh? <laughs> Fucking Badger, man? Fuck Badger. I gotta make the most out of this scene because Hank shoots me and kills me in the next episode. Oh, your bald fucking uh, brother-in-law in the DEA? Yeah, fuck him. <laughs> him and his fucking homebrew beer? Fuck Hank. In the next episode, Hank, like, shoots him and he falls over and he goes, Yeah, that didn't even hurt, really. <laughs> Hank, that didn't even hurt at all. <laughs> fucking Tio's in the background ringing the bell. He's like going 80 miles an hour in the desert with his wheelchair, just hauling ass. He's slamming the bell. <laughs> like, what the fuck? He's he's chained himself to Jesse's car as they're speeding away. <laughs> Did you see what I mean? On why Breaking Bad sucks, and it could be so much more absurd and better. It could be the most ridiculous. It could be the best show. Just a show that is super serious, and then there's one character that's constantly breaking the fourth wall. Yeah, that's why it's yeah, Breaking Bad. Breaking Wall. Breaking Wall. <laughs> breaking Wall, and then in parentheses, it has a T at the end. It really makes you wonder, like, the first times you, te- you see Tuco when he's, like, punching the ever-living daylights out of someone. It's just, no, he's just doing that. Yeah. <laughs> Like, oh, this is really fun, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Jesse. Brian, Brian Cranston gives him blue pop rocks, and he snorts it, and he's like, <laughs> oh, yeah, fuck. <laughs> he's Canadian. <laughs> His accent changes. <laughs> he, gets, he gets Canadian when he's high. <laughs> oh, <laughs> fucking A right there, bud. That's good coke. Anyways. <laughs> Tuco, it's it's oh, mad. His bodyguards turn around. They're like, "Are you okay, Tuco?" <laughs> <laughs> Do 
Tuchel. Are you all right, man? Who the fuck are you talking to? Like, can't. I'm losing it, man. I'm breaking accent. You could be in the show. I could be in the show. I don't know what you do with Skylar. Oh, probably to change Skylar's character, she'd be a loyal wife. <laughs> <laughs> she wouldn't fuck her old boss. Whoa. She supports Walt in his fucking battle to fight cancer. Whoa. Out of character. Or you can make uh, her bitch of a sister attractive and not annoying. What if Skylar... Breaking Bad, but Skylar doesn't have a kleptomaniac of a sister. That that literally goes nowhere no, in the show. No, it's the dumbest fucking plot point in that entire show. Except she steals Hank's virginity. <laughs> <laughs> That's what caused this whole line of stealing physical <laughs> objects. She, Tuco's sitting there. He's It's like in the part where uh, Walt goes to see him for the first time to yeah. like show him the math. He goes, actually, bring Anna Gunn in here, the, the actress that plays Skylar. Her name. <laughs> I want to I wanna actually talk to her about her character in the show. I don't really like the way that she's going. Did you know she's cheating on you? You don't find that out until next episode. Why the fuck is she in the so- show, Heisenberg? <laughs> <laughs> it's like the Tuchel. great Heisenberg Tuchel is getting... is a fan of the show. Asking him questions as his character. That's fucking awesome. Tuko the fan. I'm Tuko. I'm Tuko Heisenberg. What are you? Now you got me fucking saying it. Fucking too high. Heisenberg, what the fuck? You got me saying it, man. The fans want to know. What are you going to do with Anna? What a stupid fucking character, Heisenberg. Good. <laughs> Oh, that hits the spot. Oh, that's oh there real it nice. is. That's some good math. Whoa, buddy. It lasts about 45 <laughs> seconds after he does that. You're like, oh, it just, I just sound like this while it's going oh, straight G- into my G- brain. Oh, fuck. Eisenberg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is a seamless transition back into Tuco, the inquiring fan. <laughs> is your hair going to grow back, Heisenberg? <laughs> Is that cancer just a joke to make money? Because you hate being a science teacher because you're a nerd? Brian, do you actually have cancer? Brian, are you okay? The fans want to know. Uh, do you, are you are you an Aaron Paul lovers? Uh, what do you... Are you what do you think of my fan fiction I wrote? <laughs> With me and you. It's he- Heisenberg. I called it Heisenberg and Tuco. No Jesse. <laughs> Jesse was dead in I this call, one. I call it Breaking Bad if Aaron Paul was me. I call it Breaking Walt. Because <laughs> I'm going to fuck you in the ass, Heisenberg, <laughs> if you want, consensually. I don't want to do anything against your will, Heisenberg. Tio, t- the, Tio wants to watch. <laughs> he's, he's smacking the bell, like, angrily. <laughs> like That means yes, Heisenberg. He likes it. He really likes it. We, we only, I only feed Tio cheese. <laughs> Whenever I try to give him a burrito, he just throws it on the ground. Tio, why, why didn't you eat your craft Singles? <laughs> Are you mad? You don't like Aaron Paul, yet neither do I. Nobody likes Aaron, Aaron Paul. Aaron Paul is the male and a gun. You know, I was... Fuck and a gun. <laughs> Fuck, he snaps because he remembers that she's in the show. <laughs> God, I thought we got rid of her. God, why couldn't Hank be gay? <laughs> Fucking Anna Gunn. <laughs> Anna Gunn is Skyler.
Is <laughs> yeah, you're right. Why couldn't I be? Why couldn't me and you be together? I think like every conversation loops back to Tuco and fucking. You know, I was talking. I was talking to Vince, and they were gonna kill Aaron Paul's character in the first season, Eisenberg. And then it could have been me and you. I could have been your old science uh, student. We could have been telling the chicken man we were going to make meth for him and then had sex in the lab instead. Yeah, fucking Gustav. (laughs) What a dumb... He's not Russian. Gustavo. Oh, he's not. He is... Questionably Mexican. He might be an hombre. <laughs> he's he's he's, he's a, not Russian. He's a chicken Why do brother. Los, Los hermanos. Los pollos hermanos. Yeah, they, he's not even. He's not. I have haven't even seen his chicken brother. He's a fucking liar, Heisenberg. <laughs> Me and you should fuck. You need to stop having sex with Gustavo Eisenberg. I've never even seen his chicken brother. <laughs> Trying to destroy Gus's character because he hasn't seen his chicken brother. <laughs> Jesus Christ. How reliable is this man, Eisenberg? He doesn't even have you're a chicken doing brother. You're business with a liar. I can't believe... I guess you're a liar too because your wife thinks you don't even like to fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, why, would she, why would she think that, Heisenberg? Well, it's probably because she thinks it'd be hot and nice. <laughs> It's all <laughs> breaking bad, but it's really gay. And Tuco can't stay in character, <laughs> and they just Tuco's have to work character with conflicts it. with the actor's actual want to fuck Brian Cranston. <laughs> what a terrific show! It's like I don't. Want I stand to. by my choice that Breaking Bad is the worst show ever made, and it could be easily better if it was just a little more gay. It's funny because in the early scenes, like when Tuco's breaking character, you can see the actors trying to like salvage the show but by by the time he's like when are we gonna have sex heisenberg whoa are you are you eyeing my teal you (laughs) fucking you he's you know i'm the better version of him i'm a younger him there's parts in the show where like brian cranston's straight up like all right so what this is gonna be an outtakes and you just hear vince in the background no we're keeping this in this is all we're gonna get (laughs) i'd love it to be better but this is what we're getting so (laughs) Tuco won't do when they call him Tuco. That's his name. He refuses to be called anything else. Yeah. Tuco won't let us do another take. So this is what we got to do. He's method acting. You just hear him screaming. He's from method the back. acting as gay Tuco. <laughs> so yeah, that's why Breaking Bad is a shit show. I will never finish it because I know how easily it could be improved and it, it will never be changed. Because for some reason, they're not responding to my emails and they won't re air it. <laughs> With Gay Tuco, played by me. Well, that's what Better Call Saul I just, is, just, I just that. Did, I just ADR'd the lines. <laughs> you did it yourself? From home, yeah. <laughs> no, that's what Better Call Saul is. It's basically I, just gay-breaking bad. I annoying orange my lips over Tuco <laughs> and ADR the lines. <laughs> and it's perfect. <laughs> that would be pretty good, actually. And I, I turned uh, all of Walter Jr.'s lines into... <laughs> Because <laughs> that's how he sounds in my world. <laughs> Walter Jr., I've been in, I watched that whole show. Where's Walter Sr.? <laughs> <laughs> I think I think you should grab the book. <laughs> <laughs> I've watched that whole show five times through and nobody's ever fucking shows up that's named Walter Sr. <laughs> you just haven't been paying attention. 
Where's Heisenberg Jr. then? <laughs> Can people with... I think it's pretty uh, ableist that the show doesn't uh, show Walter Jr. making meth because that implies that people with cerebral palsy can't make drugs. What That's... the fuck, Vincent Gill? Whatever your fake fucking name is. Vince Gilligan. Like Vince Gilligan's Island? Yeah. Hey, Heisenberg, you want to get lost on an island and like... Fuck? <laughs> Hey, Eisenberg, we're the skipper <laughs> and the the lovers. Where's, Ooh. where's, where's the SS Minnow, Eisenberg? <laughs> what if we get stuck in your RV and like kissed? <laughs> what if we get st- what if we start kissing here on Gilligan's Isle? <laughs> you like that show? That's homie and my deal watch. We watched that, Eisenberg. It's from seventy years ago. And then we watch my f- why, I, f- I flip my notepad in front of him of like a, st- a moving picture of, <laughs> of us kissing. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, this is on page 453 for our listeners at home. And it's under the subsection Civvy Snickers. Oh, so just a civilian laughs. Yeah, maybe. Okay. On his first day of retirement, an ex-Navy chief was asked, How do you feel now that you're out? His reply? Fine, just great. When I joined the Navy, I had $19 in my pocket. Today, I have $18. Now, where else can you stay for over 20 years for a dollar? That's very resentful. (laughs) That's so stupid. (laughs) Smiling wife reading to disgruntled husband from his wartime letters. And then in quotes... And here's one from January 45. Food awful, been raining for three weeks. If I ever get home, I'll never complain about anything. Want me to read more? What? (laughs) No explanation. I had considerable stateside duty with the Marines. We switched to page 454. (laughs) Duty. I had considerable stateside duty. (laughs) D-O-O-T-Y. D-O-O-T-Y? He's shitting. (laughs) Stateside. With the Marines during World War II, and later was with them in the assault phase at Iwo Jima. My rate was 2C storekeeper in the CBs. <laughs> Upon discharge, I returned to my former employment as president of a corporation which I had founded, and in which I was the majority stockholder. Within a few weeks, the Navy was kind enough to send the corporation my qualifications, stating I should make a good file clerk. There's so many of these. You don't have to read all of them. I will! No. Not all of them, but most. <laughs> oh my god. These are topical. This one uh, is about They're Vietnam. They're all about World War II. Soon to finish my tour in Vietnam, <laughs> as Vietnam is ongoing when this was posted. <laughs> and hoping to go to college, I wrote to the university of my choice for information on the curriculum and school policies. I received a reply from the dean of men, not the dean of women, that <laughs> pedophile. <laughs> Stating, as a prospective student at our large and rapidly growing university, you may be leaving home for the first time, may find yourself surrounded by strangers in an unfamiliar environment. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> Remember when they sent children to fight in Vietnam? Yeah. Thanks, U.S. government. Secretary discussing her blind date. He just got out of the service. Sort of a post-naval drip. I don't like that one. No? No. Watching the floor show at a San Francisco bistro, a Marine just got back, just back from Vietnam, observed... Oh no, it's that word I don't know. Riley? Wordly? It's spelt Worley. Sure. There's a W in it. 
Here's the last, oh, here at least there's a definite front and a definite rear. Uh-huh. No. Oh, post-navel drip. <laughs> it's like the nose disease. Oh, hey, Heisenberg. <laughs> last one of the Civi Snickers. Okay, read it as Tuco. <laughs> this is like the longest one, you fucker. <laughs> When stationed in Germany in October 1945, I went to an army field hospital for my dental checkup. The examining dental officer turned out to be my cousin, whom I had not seen in three years. <laughs> After a brief scrutiny- <laughs> I'm losing the accent, there's a lot of- <sighs> After a brief scrutiny, he pronounced my teeth free of cavities, and we went forth to celebrate our unexpected reunion. Three, less than three months later, we were both civilians again in the States. I went to his office complaining of a toothache. Badly neglected cavity, he tisked, tisked. <laughs> <laughs> How come, I asked? You checked me out as cavity free less than three months ago in Germany? He shrugged his shoulders. Oh, you know those army dentists, he said. My cousin's a fucking poser, fucking liar. Fuck my cousin. <laughs> Nothing like Heisenberg. I don't want to fuck my cousin. Let me just fuck Heisenberg. Vince. Let me do a, Vince, a let me line fuck quick. Fucking army dentists. <laughs> fuck. Nothing like my, my teal. <laughs> God damn it. There's more. No. Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs>